Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good evening, everyone. This is Dr. Ron Sr. with the Dr. Ron Wellness Hour. We're a little bit easier on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., where Thursdays we give you a lot of information uh, uh, about different uh, articles related to uh, your lifestyle. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you on Tuesdays and Thursdays by LipoLite Naples, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite Number 6 in Naples, Florida. That's the beautiful shopping plaza where Noodles Italian Bistro is, is located and LipoLite Naples is next door to the beautiful Euro Spa. The phone number there is 331-5886. Area code is 239-331-5886. Their website is www.lipolitenaples.com, L-I-G-H-T. If you log onto the website, you'll see everything that's going on. Uh, with the practice, uh, you'll be able to download a free, I, you're right, free, as free is good, a free ebook written by Dr. Ron on chiropractic care. And you will also see there the place to be cool. Dr. Ron will be opening up in the next couple of weeks the cryo spa. It is being constructed as we speak which is the latest and greatest device for treating pain. Uh, I'll play you some uh, promos on that later in the show, but LeBron James and most of your professional sports teams are now using the cryotherapy. It is taking ice to a new uh, level, putting it in outer space. A three-minute will not only get rid of your pain, but as a side effect, you will burn up 800 calories. So check out the website at lipolightnaples.com or give Connie a call at 331-5886. Get on the email list, receive a, a newsletter, and you'll be totally informed of what's happening. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to do thank... Uh, the Fire Station 23 and the EMS number 21 for the quick response uh, they had to my father. Uh, They got him to the hospital in no time flat. They responded just beautifully and did everything uh, by the book. And because of that, dad only spent a night in the hospital and was able to come home. So a big thanks to uh, the Fire Station 23 and EMS 21. And ladies and gentlemen, we have to remember all the slain officers, the recently cold-blooded slaying of our police officers. We have to uh, always remember our first responders. Uh, They are uh, in harm's way these days. So please uh, keep them in your prayers and also for the military. So tonight... I have had a request to to, uh, read Stephen King's uh, article on giving. Uh, We'll do a few uh, things about that. Uh, Then we're going to get on to tonight's show, which will be talking about epidurals, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, and, of course, my favorite topic, uh, cholesterol. But first, this Saturday in Cape Coral, the Southwest Florida Military Museum and Library. Did anybody know it was there? Well, this is new to me, and uh, 
on Saturday, they will have a tribute to the 7-11 heroes, the 9-11 heroes, a tribute to September 11 heroes, veterans, and first responders. It'll start off at 10 a.m. with a parade and a festival immediately following the parade. And for those of you that are uh, know uh, the Cape Coral Chorus, uh, they will be performing at 1 p.m. They do a beautiful tribute to the Army. They are just a great chorus. I personally know one of the uh, singers in that chorus. They will be doing the Star Spangled Banner. They will be doing Amazing Grace, an Armed Forces medley. And, of course, their favorite, which is just makes chills come through your body, at the uh, God Bless America. So that's the Southwest Florida Military Museum uh, in Cape Coral. I may have an address that I can give you. That address is 4820 Leonard Street, Cape Coral, Florida. 4820 Leonard Street, Cape Coral, Florida. I'm sure if you uh, search the Military Museum of Southwest Florida, you will find all the information you need for this event. And remember, 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. is the chorus. You, That's going to be very memorable. Your children will love it. All right. What else do we have before we get on with the program? I, I just, you know, as I'm getting older here, I just want to take a, a moment from uh, D-Sales. And it's, it's about friendship and and he says, too often we take friendship for granted, yet true friends give us more than feel-good moments. They enlighten us to see some real insights, which help us smooth over the rough spots of our journey in this present moment. And every time we meet a bump in the road, well, friends are real treasures in life. Enjoy them and live every day well. It only takes a minute to make a friend, but it takes a lifetime to be a friend, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, we've been broadcasting uh, on Thursdays uh, at 1 o'clock for over two years now. And we have been talking about obesity, dementia. And in fact, I think our first three months, that's all we talked about. And uh, and what, what do we find now? We find that, you know, we're not really ready uh, for the onslaught on uh, set of this people having dementia, which is expected to rise from the current 46 million to 131.5 million people by 2050. And well, don't even worry about the cost. It's incredible how much it's going to cost. Uh, probably around $2 trillion by 2030 alone. Why am I bringing that up? Because obesity is directly related to Dementia. As your waist size increases, your chances of getting dementia also increase. And what else is associated with dementia that I've been talking about? Statin drugs. <laughs> your brain is a wash, cholesterol. And the statin drugs lower so much, they inhibit the vital enzymes and vital processes you need to keep that brain of yours functioning properly. And we'll get uh, a little more into that later. And just as a, a fact, global life expectancy is rising. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? People live sicker for longer. So we at Rejuvenations Health Radio want you to live longer but healthier, not with the, the so much disease. And that's why uh, we're here to give you information. We're not really an alternative medical station. Uh, what we are really is uh, we read the fine print. We stay to the end of the movie, and we read all the captions. And then we try and report them to you. So we appreciate you. We appreciate you making us the number one Internet radio station here in Southwest Florida for medical opinions and medical news. All I have. So, Doctor, so I would like, as I said, I was requested to read 
Uh, again, uh, Steve, what Stephen King wrote when he nearly died years and years ago. In 1998, he was in an automobile accident while driving alone on a dark, lonely road. And what he expressed as a result of, of this accident is as follows. We come into life naked and broke. When we go out, we may be dressed, but we are broke. Bill Gates broke. Tom Hanks broke. Stephen King broke. Not a crying dying. No matter what you may have made or have, when you die, it's still going to be a quarter past getting late. Whether your watch is a Rolex or a Timex. I want you to consider making your life one long gift to others. And why not? All that we have is on loan anyway. All that lasts is what you pass on. Mr. King continued, giving is not about the receiver or even the amount of the gift. It's for the giver to improve oneself. Giving is a way of taking the focus off the money we have and putting it back where it belongs. On the lives we lead, the families we raise, the communities that nurture us and we nurture. A life of giving, not just the money, but time and spirit is for real. And here's a, here's an ad that's going to be run on Southwest Florida Wave Radio, and here we go. It's the new Big Chill Rejuvenation's Total Health and Wellness Center introduces the coolest new innovation for treating pain, injury, and arthritis. Whole body cryotherapy uses the healing power of cold temperatures to treat inflammation, fibromyalgia, and rheumatoid arthritis, and can even burn up to 800 calories, improve sleep, and help with depression. For years, athletes have relied on ice baths to reduce the pain, muscle soreness, and swelling from strenuous exercise. Whole body cryotherapy therapy applies the same rapid restorative effects in a private doctor-supervised therapy session that lasts no more than three minutes. It uses a specially designed cold tank chamber that rapidly lowers skin temperatures to release adrenaline, as well as endorphins, your body's natural painkillers, energizers, and stress fighters. Find out more about whole body cryotherapy at Rejuvenation's Total Health and Wellness Center on Pine Ridge Road in the Mission Square Plaza in North Naples. Call 331-5886. That's 331-5886. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, Lipolite Naples, and it's a very affordable treatment. Uh, and the results that we've gotten uh, are just incredible. And when we open it up for public use, I'm sure we will be really, really busy. And uh, you're welcome to come down. So who of you haven't had somebody you know that's had an epidural? I'm going to read you something uh, that I did talk about in May of 2014. I'm actually going to go back to 2012 uh, about epidurals and see uh, if there's uh, something here that will catch your eye. So epidural epidurals uh, may or may not be effective. So if you go in to get one, the doctor is taking dead aim at your spine with a syringe the size of a turkey basing through your hospital robe and are tightening up like grandma's girdle. And that's when your doc utters these seven words that ought to fill your heart with terror. Relax. I've done this a hundred times. I've done this hundreds of times. Well, the next time some syringe-slinging doctor brings a dangerous epidural injection within three feet of your back, I want you to ask him a question. Just don't be surprised. If his jaw drops so fast, it bounces right off the hospital linoleum or, or tile floor. Ask him how many injections he's given legally. Because every time the mainstream doc plunges a syringe full of steroids into your spine, they're not just putting your life at risk. They may be participating in a crime. Plug-in flashlight. 
many mainstream doctors hand out these epidural injections uh, in, the, in, my, in my religion that the way nuns used to give out rosary beads. But they have been proven to cause vision loss, stroke, paralysis, and even death. And I'll have more about that from a recent JAMA article. Well, someone called Rip Van Winkle. Give him a call and tell him his snooze record has been shattered because the FDA has been sleeping on this problem for years, maybe even decades. And the secret about these steroid epidurals is that they have never been approved. You realize that? These epidurals have never been approved by the FDA. Fine eye toward them for years. You see, it's not illegal for your doctor to use a drug with his, for what is called, quote-unquote, off-label, for something other than the drug was initially intended to use. But it is a crime for the pharmaceutical companies to market its drugs for unapproved uses. Well, since I wrote this in 2014, that has changed a little bit, too. It is now uh, being tolerated that pharmaceutical companies can tell doctors about off-label uses. And you can bet that doctors delivering thousands of epidural steroid injections a year didn't come up with the idea themselves. They learned it from someplace, right? And no one would ever get the shots. But in the long run, each epidural can increase your risk of fracture by 29%, according to research that was presented at a recent meeting of the North American Spine Society. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this was 2012. Since many people get shot after shot, this means that they're increasing their risk every time. So every time you get a steroid put into your back, you may have some relief, but you're increasing your chances of a fractured uh, back. Now, let's uh, go forward a little bit here while I uh, get my stack of papers. So what do we do about epidurals? Epidurals were never really approved for spinal stenosis. Uh, as is, you're probably never, uh, there's never going to cure you getting epidurals. And this back pain treatment, as I said recently, has just been compared to a placebo. And here's the crock of the thing, of the whole uh, thing. It's no better than a placebo. These drugs, in fact, can stop you in your tracks and keep you from doing all the things you love, from lifting up your grandkids to bowling. can even prevent you from getting a good night's sleep. If you're still on the job, a bulky back can be money out of your pocket and food off your table. So, you know, if you're promised a quick relief with a steroid shot, that's what you want to hear, right? I would go for it to ease your pain. And I, uh, as far as I can tell, they go for around $600 or so a pop. A spinal epidural can help you, you know, help other people do things, but they, they, the latest research is showing they do nothing for your back. This new review looked at 38 studies, including 30 on radiculopathy. That radiculopathy is when the pain goes down your legs from a pinched nerve. And eight of those studies were on spinal stenosis. And they looked at both back and neck pain due to narrowing of the spinal canal as a result of spinal stenosis. But it didn't really matter who got what or why. All the studies pointed in the same direction. Steroid shots don't work any better than a placebo in the long run. Yeah, you might get a small amount of relief immediately after the injection. But beyond that, there is no difference in over, overall pain, no difference in the intensity of the pain, no difference in the need for surgery when compared to a placebo, which is a, is injecting nothing. And this study was reported in the Annals of Internal Medicine, a really good peer-reviewed journal. I'm trying to find that article that was published in JAMA uh, regarding epidurals. Um, let's 
go on to another another topic. So uh, the other thing that, that I thought we would talk about tonight is these non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. You know how you know again. I've talked about them for over a year now. How they cause heart attacks if you take them for more than two weeks. And I don't care which ones you take, even the either Celebrex or the ibuprofen. So what do you hear? What the uh, drug companies have uh, have done? So what you know, they were calling it a lie about it. The ibuprofen, the Celebrexes. So if you're a drug company, what do you do? You try and cover it up, right? Just like the government, ladies and gentlemen. They're claiming that a new study proves that over-the-counter NSAIDs, that's the ibuprofen NSAID, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, are safe for your heart after all, and that everything you've read before was just a bad dream. Just like our friends the Clintons. But this research may be the worst case of media manipulation in the big form's entire history. It's a scam, ladies and gentlemen, meant to keep you talking Motrin. Even if it kills you, what's the way the results? You listen to me, Sandy Armour, these drugs for at least eight months now. If you have no history of heart disease and have only been taking them for a short period of time, you still can have these complications. And what a coincidence. Just a week after this, we have a study telling us, hold the phone, stop the presses. The insides are practically as safe for your heart as exercise or a garden salad. You hear that? The European Society of Cardiology Congress, isn't that a name? They just recently issued a press release. And of course, it got picked up saying a study presented at one of its recent events, quote, quells concerns about NSAID safety. And it is clear that they either didn't read what the study really said or they just didn't want to know. You see, the research was actually sponsored by Pfizer. And who are they? They make Advil and Celebrex. But that's not suspicious, right? But this article was never peer-reviewed. It was never published. Why? Because most journals would have rejected it outright. All the study did was compare over-the-counter NSAIDs like Motrin and Aleve to Celebrex, which is just basically Celebrex is a super NSAID. They looked at two dangerous drugs side-by-side and decided that since NSAIDs weren't any deadlier than Celebrex, they must be safe. Ladies and gentlemen, that's like comparing nitroglycerin to gasoline, then saying the gasoline is nothing to worry about. Sounds crazy, right? Sounds crazy. There wasn't even a placebo group, so we couldn't see how much better people fared when they didn't take these medications. That's sort of basic science, ladies and gentlemen. Well, unlike the big pharma people and the press release or the reporters, we actually read this study, and here's what Pfizer and its hand-picked research team hoped you wouldn't learn. One, both groups, that's the regular NSAIDs and the Celebrex, reported heart problems. And there were actually more cases among the folks taking the over-the-counter meds. Half the folks taking Celebrex and one-third of the over-the-counter patients dropped out of the study because of adverse effects and other issues. And a whopping 5.2% of the Celebrex group and 6% of the over-the-counter, that's the Motrin-type group, those patients reported gastrointestinal issues. And I'm betting that those patients who were writhing in stomach pain would not suggest you quit worrying about NSAIDs. So this was press release medicine, ladies and gentlemen, not a published study, not peer-reviewed. It should be tossed into the garbage. It makes absolutely no sense at all. Again, as I told you at the beginning of the show, Dr. Ron and I read the fine print. We read the, the articles. We look at the numbers. 
just like we've been telling you for years about the statin drugs, they're only 3% effective. And I might go into that a little bit again later because it's really, really important uh, to understand what these drug companies do with statistics. They just uh, manipulate them to their uh, own advantage and, uh, and, and or they lie. I mean, how many times have we talked about, yeah, we're, we're having an epidemic of diabetes now, right, in this country. And, di- and, and the statin drugs cause diabetes. It's in a package insert, but does your doctor tell you about that? And did you remember when I told you back in 2014 about the low-fat message, the anti-fat message was all a hoax? 50 years of a hoax. So what did they have us do? They had us eat vegetable oils uh, and replace our saturated fats. And what do we replace them with? Carbohydrates and, tra- and, and unsaturated fats, which made our country have more cancer, more heart disease, more obesity, more diabetes. Dr. Keyes is the, was the main, main person in those days. And he, he only... He was supposed to study 22 countries about dieting, but he, you know what he did? He only chose seven of them because the other ones didn't fit his theory that saturated fats, like finding meat, was bad for you. So he, he tossed them out the window. And this is not just me saying it. This was reported in The Lancet, the British Medical Journal, and the Open Heart Journal by Dr. James D. Nicolantonio. 60 years, we were sold sold a lie. So now, you know, now coconut oil is good again. Olive oil is good again. What happened to that Mediterranean diet? And that gets us back to what I talked about last week. Dr. Coco Butterworth from Canada, his uh, IPADA, the inverted pyramidal proliferation of theoretical assumptions. If your initial assumption is incorrect, Everything you put on top of that is going to just topple. And that's finally what happened when a few scientists just really reviewed the literature and uh, were, put their names on a, on, to, a, to an article and had it published in a, in a reputable uh, journal. So, boy, you know, you really have to uh, watch out for yourself. Listen to shows like Rejuvenation's Health Radio Hour with Dr. Ron. Uh, and and just be educated. Use your computer. God forbid if you go to a hospital, you should have an advocate. Some member of your family should stay with you. Uh, my father, who was recently discharged, was discharged with a medication to be taken twice a day. They gave him a 50 milligram tablet that he has to break in half. Well, dad is 98 years old. He has a lot of arthritis in his fingers. How easy do you think it is for him to break a tablet? So what do we have to do? Well, we got him a prescription for 25 milligrams twice a day. He doesn't have to break it. So you need to pay attention. And speaking about pay attention, let's just take a break from the medical stuff for a while and just talk about contacts because how to conversation today with a friend of mine who was the chief of the emergency room at Will's Eye Hospital in Philadelphia. And everything you're reading about contacts lately is really true. Don't shortcut the care of your contacts. You must you make sure your hands are clean. Uh, do not wear your contacts from overnight because one thing these contacts do is they interfere with the oxygen to the cornea. And this can lead to all types of infections. And Dr. Mike had told me that he has even had to take out eyes because of contact infections. So please, ladies and gentlemen, wash out your lens case, let it air dry, replace your case every three months or so. Do not use solutions over. Always use fresh solutions that's not outdated. Clean your hands when handling your contacts. Make sure they are clean when you put them in your eyes. And if there's any irritation, please take them out and don't use them. Uh, There's been 
articles and I hear it on the news and after talking to Dr. Mike today, it is really serious. So please don't, don't do that. Be careful with your contact lenses, no matter what kind you use, even the kind that the hard ones that are trying to correct the different types of vision. So as I said, Dr. Oz also likes the cryo spa. So why don't you, we just uh, take a break uh, from uh, NSAIDs and everything else we're talking about. We'll talk about a little bit about statistics, statistics when I get back. And uh, let's just listen uh, to uh, Dr. Oz in the cryo spa. And I should have that here for, to play for you. And here we go. just about anything when it comes to their health, no matter how bizarre or crazy it may seem. But some alternative therapies can put your health at serious risk. So today, I'm revealing which ones can help and which ones are just hype. The first extreme alternative therapy is for pain management. It's called cryogenic chamber therapy. Now, cryotherapy is the application of cold temperatures to all parts of our body. And it's something we've used for a long time, right? Many of you may have tried this high-tech version, right? an ice pack. But imagine if you could grow it. Right over here is a cryo sauna. It's got liquid nitrogen that's released into the chamber to cool down the body and reduce the inflammation and the pain. So audience, what do you think? Does it help or is it just hype? Give us your answer. Oh, they are, they are split. They are split. All right. The answer, it helps. New expanded forms of cold therapy can be very helpful for folks who have debilitating pain and inflammation. And let me show you why. Here's an animation of what happens when you have pain and why cooling it makes a difference. So let's say you're exercising and you sprain your knee, right? You've got aches and pains inside of that knee. And what ends up happening is you have eroded surfaces. The blood vessels over the painful limb begin to swell. And as those vessels swell a little bit, they'll release chemicals. And the tissue underneath next to it gets influenced by these white blood cells that sneak across and release chemicals that cause inflammation, irritation, and almost a scratchy feeling. Now, that swelling can be addressed if you cool the joint. When you cool the joint, you shrink the blood vessels. And by shrinking the blood vessels, when they get smaller, it's harder for the white blood cells to escape. You have less swelling there for the tissue around it, less chemicals released into the joint space, and less aches and pains overall. It also affects the nerves. Because when the nerves get cold, they stop sensing pain, and that influences, of course, the way your body will sense whatever's going on down there. So I'm going to try this out. Debbie is here to help. How are you, Debbie? Thank Hi. you very much for being with us. So I'm, I'm told that you've actually tried cryogenic therapy before. Yes, I've done it four times. Four times? Yes. So I want you to get in, if you don't mind, the cryo sauna, and we're going to try this out. Debbie's going to do it for us on their stage for the first time. We're going to see if it makes sense. So it, the door's open like this, I guess. There it goes. Okay. Now, normally, you only wear your socks in here. But because this is a nationally televised program, I'm going to grab, without looking at her gown. There she is. Da, da, da. There we are. And we got there. Perfect. All right. Now, the treatment takes... Oh, here we are. The treatment takes about two and a half minutes. But I, of course, want to see Debbie's head before I start. So I'm going to lift her up. I'm starting it up now. There's her. There's. I see hands. It's a start. I see hands. There she is. You get scared in there? Not anymore. Okay. I was so what this device does is it rapidly pushes out. Enough. Okay. So rapid. So it rapidly pushes out a, a, a cold gas. And while Debbie's in the cryo sauna, I'm going to move on, but we're going to come back again. It takes two and a half minutes. Are you going to keep your hands up like that? Yes. Okay. Everyone ready? Yep. Like, oh, I see the gas coming out. Is it it's chilly in there, I bet? It gets really cold. It's cold like if you went out in the snow naked. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Let's cover her up. Ta-da. There we are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's basically, it is a chamber, your head and, and your arms can be out of it. It's a three-minute treatment. Uh, your body core temperature may go down as low as uh, 40 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, but you warm up quickly on a, 
on a vibration plate, and the endorphin relief is just incredible. And uh, I, if you have any kind of chronic pain, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, please uh, check uh, out the uh, LipoLite Naples website and watch for the uh, for the opening uh, of Dr. Ron's new center. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, I I see we have some callers, but nobody. I'm not getting anyone that wants to ask a question. Let me just check the chat room. There's no one here tonight, so let's just talk a little bit about the, some of my favorite subjects, uh, and that that's cholesterol and statin drugs. You know, we were sold a bill of hell, a bill a bill of nothing on uh, cholesterol. Cholesterol is not the problem. Uh, we need cholesterol. Cholesterol is in every cell of our body. It's integral to the cell membranes. It helps good molecules pass into cells while keeping others out. And it's not well known, but most all of your cells and your liver in particular make a lot of cholesterol for you, for your use to function. Maybe a thousand, fifteen hundred milligrams a day, more or less. The rest you get from food. So again, after waging this war against cholesterol, uh, you know, cholesterol is not the problem. Before I go on with this this commentary, though, and, 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 and talk about cholesterol in your brain, just know that the basis of most chronic diseases is inflammation. And when you have inflammation of your arteries, your body and its infinite wisdom to heal itself tries to cure that inflammation by putting down cholesterol. So if you have a high cholesterol, if you have cholesterol in your arteries, it is the result of something. It is not a disease. Cholesterol is perfectly normal. It's an antioxidant. Your body needs cholesterol to function. In fact, as I talked to you about about a month ago, people that have low cholesterol and have a heart attack are more likely to die. Boy, what, how good is that? You know, and people with low cholesterol are more likely to get cancer. So cholesterol, cholesterol is particularly important for cognitive function, for your brain. You know, your brain makes up about 2% of your body weight, but you know what? It contains 25% of the body's cholesterol. So why why so much in a small space? Well, cholesterol helps your neurons communicate with one another. And these neurons are encased in fatty covers called myelin, M-Y-E-L-I-N, myelin sheath. The neurons are like electrical wires, and myelin sheaths are like the insulation around the wire. They keep electricity contained in those nerves allowing messages and signals to move much more quickly. Guess what? Myelin is one-fifth cholesterol by weight. So it's crucial that you have cholesterol to maintain your myelin and keep your brain signaling both fast and efficient. Cholesterol deficiency is linked with to a decline in cognitive function and memory, especially for anyone following a Western diet, eating lots of carbs and limiting fat and cholesterol. So according to a 2011 study in the European Journal of Internal Medicine, quote, an excess of dietary carbohydrates, particularly fructose, alongside a relative deficiency of dietary fats and cholesterol may lead to the development of that dreaded A-word, Alzheimer's disease. Yikes. Boy, did, 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 were we sold a bill of goods and did the, the advertising and pharmaceutical companies do a job on us? And just, just, just again, for regular listeners of the show, you know about all the side effects of statins. I've talked about them Every every show. So now we have a new drug out. Uh, it's an injectable anti-cholesterol drug. It costs $14,000 a year. Remember, 
lowering your cholesterol is only it only works in three percent of the population. Three percent. Now we got a fourteen thousand dollar a year drug. Now you know what they're saying. You know why you need this drug? Because statins have too many side effects. They cause muscle pain. They cause uh, dementia. They cause this. They cause that. That's why you need our new and improved cholesterol drug for $14,000 a year. (sighs) Wow. You want to get frustrated? Think about this cholesterol epidemic that they, 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 that's not even an epidemic. Billion. I think, uh, again, I don't have the figures in front of me, but we talked about them. I think Crestor alone was a $28 billion drug. I think cholesterol statin drugs alone are uh, approaching $60 billion with a B dollars a year. You know, cholesterol is a building block for every single known sex hormone. That includes estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, the whole lot. Vitamin D is essential for sex hormone production, and people who do not eat enough fat or cholesterol are often deficient in vitamin D. Stop there for a second. How many of us are using sunscreens? They block 98% of the absorption of vitamin D from the sun that God gave us. How many of us know our vitamin D levels? How many of us know our vitamin D levels and told they were okay, but they're below 50 to 70? Vitamin D3, vitamin K2, ladies and gentlemen, very, very important for cholesterol metabolism, for you women out there for osteoporosis, very, very important. And cholesterol is also a key player in bile acid production. Bile acids help your body regulate fat cholesterol, and glucose. And it's also, of course, required for you to absorb those fat-soluble vitamins, AEC. Okay, AEK, very, very important. So what is this misconception? What's, What's cholesterol? Well, cholesterol is a fat. Is it? Cholesterol is not a fat, although it travels through the bloodstream along with fats, and it's found in fat, the fatty parts of food. It's not a fat. Actually, Cholesterol is a type of alcohol called a sterol, S-T-E-R-O-L. And sterols have two distinct parts, one that dissolves in water and one that dissolves in fat. The split allows sterols sterols to travel in water-based compounds like blood while carrying fat-based products. Isn't that incredible how this was all divinely inspired Cholesterol travels through the blood with packages called lipoproteins, which are little con- like little containers full of fats, proteins, and other nutrients like vitamin D. These nu- nutrients won't dissolve fully in water, so they rely on lipoproteins to carry them through your system. Cholesterol is controversial, ladies and gentlemen, because it's one of the first things we could separate out of blood, so we've been studying it for a long time. It's been associated with all kinds of disorders, but the casual causal factors are still not determined. In other words, cholesterol can be a symptom. Like I said at the beginning, uh, it's not a cause. It's not a disease. It means something else is going wrong. There's even an argument that cholesterol makes you stronger. You'll survive poisoning better and, and put on muscle more easily when you have more cholesterol. High cholesterol in conjunction with inflammation is bad news for sure because inflammation is a problem. But it's harder to measure than cholesterol and harder to control. When we figured out cholesterol wasn't a problem, the debate shifted to whether one type of cholesterol or another was the main problem, leading to the HDL versus LDL debate. So let's stop there because this oxidized cholesterol is really important. Let me just put it in common terms. Uh, you can eat eggs, right? Eggs are good again. They've never been bad in our family, but they're good again for everybody else. You can have an egg sunny side up. Not so bad. You have a scrambled egg, you're eating oxidized cholesterol. You're introducing oxygen to the cholesterol in the egg. All right, just a little bit more about this. What's really going on in the HDL 
LDL. Lipoproteins, that's what they are. They initially form in the intestines where they gather and bind fat, cholesterol, and other nutrients. After they load up, they move into the bloodstream to deliver those nutrients to various tissues. During that journey, the lipoproteins change form. And there are two different types. But, the, I mean, there are more than two different types. But the two famous ones are high-density lipoprotein, or HDL, and low-density lipoprotein, or LDL. So what the medical community likes to talk about is the LDL or the bad one. And they like to call the HDL the good one or the good type. The common argument, LDL delivers cholesterol to tissues, supposedly a bad thing, while HDL takes cholesterol from tissues, supposedly a good thing. But that is an imprecise labeling. Carelessness with language wouldn't be so bad if it didn't have the consequence of causing people to avoid consuming cholesterol altogether, driving them away from healthful, fat-rich animal products and toward an inflammatory, carbohydrate-rich diet based mostly on flour, sugar, and toxic industrial vegetable oils. But, hey, cholesterol-free, cholesterol-free. So if cholesterol isn't the cause of cardiovascular problems, far too common in the, rest, in, in, the, in the Western world, well, what is? Remember what we said, ladies and gentlemen, carbohydrates, flour, sugar, especially fructose, horrible and very inflammatory. And again, I, I hate to go back to it, but our, the those of you who have listened to this show know how horrible fructose is and, and its relation to a relation to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So just let's wrap, wrap this up. We uh, are getting close to an hour now. Cholesterol itself, my dear friends, does not cause heart disease. Oxidized polyunsaturated fatty acids do. It's not true that a lot of cholesterol in blood causes heart disease. It's actually... The deposit of cholesterol from these LDL particles inside the artery walls, and that happens as a result of, remember what we said, inflammation. Inflammation is the basis of most chronic diseases. It matters if the LDL particles are carrying a lot of damaged oxidized fats, and that is more likely to happen if you eat a lot of polyunsaturated fats that are poorly processed and they're found in vegetable oils like soybean, corn, canola, which is Canada oil, cottonseed, and the like. Remember, these unsaturated fatty oils have extra bonds. So those, they can be exposed to oxygen, and when they are oxygenized, they are oxidated, and that's they, they become rancid. So these polyunsaturated fatty acids are fragile. They're susceptible to oxidation by free radicals, and having too many of them can trigger an out-of-control inflammation and disease. And now the question becomes not how much LDL cholesterol do you have, but how much oxidized LDL cholesterol do you have? Oxidized. How much of that LDL cholesterol is oxidized? Boy, I tell you, this is this is not new, ladies and gentlemen. This is this this type of material has been out there, but the mainstream doctors and the those that are controlled by the pharmaceutical companies. And by the way, so HDL. Uh, well, let's, let me let me just finish up by saying there's a the myth about cholesterol and plaque buildup. It's important to know how long the damaged particles stay stuck where they don't belong. Once inside an artery wall, the oxidized LDL particles attract a particle in your blood called a macrophage. And other well-intentioned white blood cells hoping to clear the obstruction up. Then, you know, if you get a cut, you get an infection, there's lots of macrophages and other white blood cells that go there to help the injury heal. Unfortunately, though, the white blood cell response leads to more inflammation and blocks blood flow because cholesterol is stuck in these plaques. It's often implicated as, quote, unquote, the cause of heart disease. But if you assay them, you will find 
those plaques contain polyunsaturated fatty acids or PUVAs. So the damage to the artery, which comes from inflammation and oxidized LDL, is the root of arterial plaque LDL buildup. HDL particles, which contain a good deal of antioxidant vitamin D, can reduce the oxidation of particles in their place, lessening the inflammation and protecting the artery from plaque formation, which is why higher HDL levels protect and predict a lower risk of heart disease. HDL's good deed is not so much that it removes cholesterol from these plaques. A more accurate description is that HDL protects and repairs LDL and fats from oxidative damage. So you want to eat a diet that's a low inflammatory diet, and we've talked about that too. You want to uh, follow a diet that's rich in high-quality oxidation-resistant fats that will raise your HDL and reduce your oxidized LDL. Ladies and gentlemen, as I've been telling you for years, consume lots of coconut oil, grass-fed butter, and animal fats from healthy animals. Fish. Avocados, stay away from corn, soybean oil, vegetable oil, canola oil, and cottonseed oil and the like. Stay away from them. Eat mono or saturated oils like olive oil and and coconut oil. So we have to uh, repair cholesterol's good name, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It's been really beat up, and we've been sold a bill of goods. So... That's my spiel on cholesterol tonight. And I really want to thank everyone uh, for listening uh, to Dr. Ron's Wellness Hour. I hope that you will be with us again next week. Hopefully next week we will have a scientist uh, talk about uh, colloidal silver. It's something that uh, we use in our house on a daily basis. It is antibacterial, antiviral, antiseptic, and... Those of you that are old enough to remember uh, the metal jugs of milk, uh, you you might remember that they used to throw a half a dollar in the bottom of those containers to keep the milk from spoiling. So I want to thank everyone for listening. I I do have an attitude of gratitude. I am just thankful uh, for everything that has been given to me. I want everyone uh, to just have a moment uh, on 9-11 to remember those that have gone before us. Remember the first responders. Remember our military. And hopefully we'll see you again next week. Have a great week. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.